Hi everyone, real quick before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about a live podcast recording that is coming up for the Bedpost podcast. It's at Bad Dog Theatre on Monday, February 10th, and the guests for the episode are Griffin and Steve from the Kill to Death podcast, another fantastic podcast here on the Sonar Network, and also two other dominatrices. We have Headmistress Shahirazad and Domina Dali, and it's going to be just a mess of kink and fun and comedy, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. So if you're interested, once again, that's Monday, February 10th at the Bad Dog Theatre, a live recording of the Bedpost podcast. Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Erin Pym. And here at the Bedpost Podcast, if you're a new listener, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests here into the studio to have in-depth conversations about sex and sexuality with me. However, before I get into our amazing episode today, I just want to mention my Patreon, just real quick, if you don't mind. My Patreon is, uh, you know, one of the fantastic ways I make money for the pod. So if you're interested in supporting me, or you are interested in any of the following. Tier 1, you get an extra bonus episode per month. Tier 2, you get two extra bonus episodes per month. Tier 3, you get all those things, uh, plus cool fetish content. So you'll get like photo sets, you'll get uh, films as well. I'm shooting a lot of cool fetish content recently. I've got a couple in the bank that I'm so excited to share with you Patreons. So if any of that interests you, or you just want to give me a couple bucks to support the artists, that sort of thing, you can do so at patreon.com slash thebedpostshow. Without further ado, though, I do have a fantastic guest here in studio, and I'm so happy to have her here. So please, Welcome to the mic, the lovely Lola. Hello. Hi, Hi Lola. Hi. Thanks How for having me. I'm good. I'm really good. Excellent. Very good. <laughs> Welcome to the library of my condo. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's so great. Isn't it weird? <laughs> totally weird. You could do a cool porn in here. I mean, oh, that's what I'm picturing. Oh. I'm I, sure you've thought of that already, though. Oh, yes. If this was like a space where I could have like complete privacy... Oh, I get up to shit in here. I'd put some bad news- teacher newspaper over that window. Yeah. And get some bad librarian. Somebody, you know, didn't bring in their book on time. Getting punished. <laughs> You're getting punished for that. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of content, so um, you are content creator. Yes. I do see you posting gorgeous shots. Thank you. Thank you. Would you consider yourself a model? Yeah. Because I, I would. <laughs> I guess, like, I, I describe it as an amateur model. Like, I've only been doing modeling on my own for about a year. I started into the modeling world um, doing erotic photography with partners, which is pretty easy to do. You're just having yeah. sex, and there's a very quiet photographer capturing cool shots. So, cool. yeah, I kind of started branching out and doing it on my own, and I love it. I love creating art with my naked body. Yeah, it's very sexy. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. So was that, like, a, a specific specific fetish that you and a partner had one time and you're like hey let's ask a friend to come in or did you hire someone how was like the first time you did that the first time um I was approached by a photographer on FetLife Mm -hmm. and I remember it was weird timing because I had gotten these like weird bullying messages from a a person in the local Toronto scene like because he was mad I wasn't giving him attention. So he was like, I'm going to ruin your time in the community. I'm going to say all this bad stuff about you. But anyway, at the same time, (laughs) right? I was very paranoid. And at the same time, this photographer messages me being like, hey, I had a couple cancel in a shoot. Would you and your partner be interested in coming to Studio Bon Soleil? Mm -hmm. And I thought that it was part of me thought it was this guy like setting me up. But I was like, you know what? Let's just try it and see what happens. And um, myself and my partner at the time went and ended up becoming really great friends with a photographer who is Modern X. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. His stuff is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then just like loved it. We're 
huge exhibitionist so it was just kind of like a natural natural thing for us was that like a weird thing for you to approach your partner about like were you like oh I don't know no he's as much of an attention (laughs) whore as I am so you had it was yeah it was meant to be yeah (laughs) how did it feel to do that for the first time it was really exhilarating and exciting and I mean I'm the type of person when I'm doing the sex for performance or photography purposes doing the sex um I kind of am really good at just focusing on the partner and not really paying attention to what else is going on. So I find that the moments are very like real and raw that are captured. Yeah. Um, me modeling on my own is a completely different story. I am overthinking you <laughs> overthinking everything, like, oh, what's my face doing and all what's of this. My hands yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hands. Like what do you what do you do with those? No one ever knows <laughs> what to do with their hands. Yeah. When a yeah. picture is being taken. Eternal modeling struggle. Like, how do I not look awkward with my hands? But anyway, <laughs> totally. figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, it's a learning curve. <laughs> Definitely. But you've, like, I feel like you've been photographed by, like, so many photographers. And so, you have so much, like, a huge catalog I know. I, I'm really lucky. I've gotten to work with some really great photographers. Um, in the summer, I had, when I was kind of starting to do it more on my own, I um, started working with a photographer, Whiskey Bay Studios, mm-hmm. who's awesome, just to shout out to him. Uh, and I guess I became his muse. Like, he really liked shooting me. And we did like four or five shoots in like a month. Nice. And then it's just kind of grown from there. I get, you know, I have very limited time for like trade for print, but I have been trying to, uh, to make some money off of it as well. Hell yeah. And yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I love, I'm, I'm a Leo, so I love attention and I love creating and it's kind of a way to do both of those things at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now do you do, um, stills as well as video? Yes. Actually, um, lately I have been making a lot of video content. Um, I'm hoping to be launching an OnlyFans the 1st of February with like some of my video content. It's been like a lot of rope bondage and fetishy things like me getting hit and covered in wax and things like that. I like to play submissive occasionally for the right person. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and some like solo vids and stuff like that. So I've really been building uh, my content in preparation for that. Awesome. Yeah. Do we know when that, like, where, or, like, the exact name we can search or, like, how we can find I that I will be Miss Lola Jean. That's kind of my name on Instagram. I mean, I've been deleted quite a few times, but that's the name I, <laughs> I try to stick to. That's my, my brand, you know. Yeah, I've been Miss deleted L- a lot. Yes, you have. How many times do you think? Um, At least five. Oy. Yeah. What do you think is it is that's getting you deleted? I'm not sure. Because you're censoring what you're I, supposed to censor. You know, I I thought I did all the right steps. I list myself as male, because apparently that's a thing. I've been told that too. Um, I censor all of my content. I'm a private account, and I don't really have, like, comparatively, I don't have a lot of followers. I have, like, 1,200. Well, since, well, since you keep getting deleted. Since I keep getting deleted. It's hard to accumulate um, followers. And yeah, I, I feel like I, you know, I screen my follower requests. Like, I'm very, very cautious um, but so for crazy. some reason, I've been flagged Targeted. by the Insta police. So it's frustrating. Probably the most frustrating part is like, I don't really even care about the follower count. It's more so my content. Like, yeah, you lose it all. I had, you then know, you 200 plus pictures, and then you have again. to repost it. And yeah, it's yeah. really frustrating. Ugh. But it, what hashtags do you use? Is that I've just stopped using hashtags yeah, with this account. Me too. I've stopped. Like I've just given up. I don't plug like my is my girl page anymore. I don't um advertise that like I do escorting work. Like I keep it very very yeah. as PG as possible, but for being a nude implied model. Because I've also told been told like whatever link you have in your bio, like if that's yes. a sex work link or a the porn link tree link, thing then... that I had before. So I don't know if that was something. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing for me on like my my pro doming account. Now I'm like. I used to do, you know, hashtag pro-dom, yep. hashtag femdom, hashtag yep. dominatrix. I don't do any of that Because they're shit targeting us. Anymore. Yeah. Like, I put one hashtag that's completely unrelated, like fun times. Yeah. Or like casual business casual business casual yeah yeah. and just hope that like somebody stumbles on it exactly exactly upon it but you can't it sucks you can't text like literally i don't now even in my bio yeah i put 
the word dominatrix, but the O is a you have to use a star. Uh, like censor the the words even like even using type. a swear word like the F word or you know whatever you have to kind of censor even the word kink. I'm not writing. I'm I'm writing kink, but the I is an exclamation yeah. point. Just it's like how, to be safe. How fucking. It's pretty ridiculous because when you think about it, like, I don't, I, they're protecting the children, but like anyone can go on Pornhub yeah. and find far worse things than anything that we're posting. Um, yeah, you on can't our post nudity on, no. on Instagram. No. So, how is that corrupting? It's not, <laughs> it's the youth more than like Pornhub. They is. already know what they're looking for, right? Like, Kids are so savvy now, or so internet savvy. So smart. It's like they'll they'll find it. It's it just, yeah. it's 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 patriarchy and misogyny at this point. It's not even. Yeah, it's obviously they hate sex workers. Oh, completely. But it's just in general, they hate women. They just yep. hate women, and they hate queer queer women. I still they, I, I don't understand how a woman's nipple is so offensive. You know, like, I, I feel like when you, you sexualize something so much, it's it's part of the problem. Like, why is a man's nipple okay, but ours isn't? It just, the, it's so simple, but it doesn't make sense. Like, I want to make pasties that are men nipples and Put wear them, them over. <laughs> you know, like, if they're hairy, is that okay? I love that. I have, um, I'm following a couple different, like, free the nipple accounts. Nice. And they'll just... Every day they just post a nipple, a close-up shot of a nipple, and you can't tell if it's, like, who is I the gender that. of the nipple, right? I love it. And it's funny because they get censored, or they get, you know, posts taken down sometimes, and they always post when they're like, ha-ha, it was a male nipple! Ha-ha! You even said you can't tell the difference! This proves that there's no difference! Exactly! You took down one of our male nipples! There is no difference! It's the same body part, just, you know... It's bots. It's yeah. the bots that are, you know, just seeing shapes and colors. It's yep. like if they see, like, I've had one taken down where I was just wearing, like, a, a kind of nude color yep. t-shirt or something. So they assumed something. it was nudity. So they thought it was yeah. the, whatever computer was analyzing it just saw the color. It's so... I had a picture taken down, and I've realized that they've really started to crack down on kink. It's like a, a yeah. POV shot where there's a hand just like, not even choking, like holding. I just call it a neck rest, hug. Resting a neck hug, on, you know. <laughs> and that got taken down, yeah. and you know, just yeah, it's bots. There's like no rhyme or reason anymore, and so it's really frustrating to be like, if you want to post something, being like, oh well. Is this going to be okay? Am I going to get flagged? Am I going to get deleted? You know, when you've you know when you've been deleted so many times, you're super paranoid about it. Yeah, and you don't even want to post anymore. I'm like, I'm not even, I just hate Instagram. I know, <laughs> I hate it, it so I don't much. Put, I used to put a lot of time and effort in making like a lovely little yep. thing for people to follow. I used to put a lot of educational stuff in my Your stuff was amazing. One. I don't fucking care to do any of that anymore because I'm like, why put time and energy into something that's going to be gone exactly. tomorrow? Exactly. And, like, that's the thing, too, that I, I, I don't understand why they're targeting, like, sex education. Yeah. It's like, just the word sex. It's what the word sex. Why yeah. is it such a, a bad thing to teach people how to be safe? Yeah. Because they should be... They should be um, completely not having anything to do with sex. That's yes. how to. That's how to be safe. Don't that's how have to prevent sex. it. Don't that's have how it. To prevent it. After Don't, marriage, maybe. Yeah. Then you can read a book. Yeah. Up until then... No sex. No books, even. No thinking about no it. Classes, talking about it. No talking none. about it. Nothing. <laughs> That's, that makes sense. Yeah. That's common sense. Yeah. Right there. Oy. Yeah. So where do you keep all of your, like, juicy content then? FetLife you're on? Yes. Yeah. I'm on FetLife. Yeah. Um, many vids you're going to start. Many vids. I have a many vids. Yeah. Um, OnlyFans I'm going to create. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I do have an Is My Girl page, but I just find it's... It's What's not that? as it's similar to OnlyFans, but only female identified can have accounts, which I kind of don't like. So I'm going to be making the switch over to OnlyFans just because it seems more user friendly and more accessible to all people. Yeah. But I do, yeah. I just want to have like a good catalog of stuff before I make that move. So I've been. I'm, this month is very busy for me making content. I'm actually filming a porn tomorrow. Uh, a foot 
Foot fetish. Ooh, yeah. What are you What are you doing in it? Uh, I'm giving a, a foot job. Giving a foot I think, job. I think that's like the basis of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working with a guy uh, who approached me. His uh, handle is Foot Guy James mm-hmm. on um, Twitter, I believe, mm-hmm. and that's kind of his thing. He gets foot jobs from pretty women, and yeah, he and asked me. Like, I'm like, yeah, for sure. I will totally collab with that. <laughs> I have cute feet. Whatever. Yeah, let's do it. That's one thing that uh, that's on my list of films to do now. Um, is it's to huge. Do the foot topping. Yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I get I get so many requests for foot fetish. Like that's probably my most requested fetish I would say yeah it's very common it's very 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 common common. yeah I get a lot of messages like inquiries of massaging your feet um Oasis has a great foot fetish night event like all of the participants are wonderful I love going I love who I mean not everyone loves getting their feet touched but like if you like it foot massages all night long if you want yeah it's pretty great it's pretty amazing very respectful humans too like very much like ask for consent and you know all that stuff like I find the foot fetishists are very polite in the kink community for the most part what I've encountered they're pretty well informed exactly as far as kink goes yeah consent and whatnot goes they know the ropes they know what's up Yeah. yeah yeah okay so a foot fetish film what are some other films that you might have or may in the future. <laughs> um, like I'm pretty kink friendly and okay. pretty open minded. Um, I've been doing. I've been working a lot with a photographer. Um, I'll plug him to Adrian Richard Photography. Um, also is a rigger, so we've been doing lots of rope photography things. Um, rope is gorgeous. It's something that I've loved for a really long time, and have kind of dabbled in. And with him, we've been doing a lot of stuff together, just like. He's been coming over to my place, actually just tying me to my bedposts. Love it. And um, yeah, we've been doing like solo masturbation torture stuff. Yeah, I got hit a lot by a really pretty, pretty lady, which is always my fave. That's always fun. Yeah. And wax play and yeah, yeah everything. We did um we did a pretty extreme wax play scene <laughs> with uh, Carly who um it was her birthday nice and so we got those really nasty dollar store birthday candles that burn real hot like this is not like some warm wax shit Fun this wax is play. like the hottest. <laughs> This is like one of the high highest temperature burning candles that in existence is the normal like birthday candles. Uh, so it was like a group top scene. So there are like ten people over her with the lit birthday candles, and we're all singing. Oh my god, that's amazing! As uh, and as like all the candles, like burning the candles completely out. She processes pain by laughing, so it's just so <laughs> funny. She's so funny. People like. When she, like, is bottoming any sort of pain play scene, like, people are, like, peeking in the room constantly being like, what is going on in there? Like, this woman is losing her mind. Laughter while being losing tortured. Losing mind laughing. That's... And they're like, what? It's like, is this a tickling scene? What is going on here? And they look in and it's like she's being tortured in some but... very sadistic way. But, um, yes, yeah, that was very fun because I, I stayed on the back of the knees, which is, Ooh, <laughs> that is mean. You're a meanie. I know she can take it. I know she can take it. She's a strong girl. Yeah. Bottoms of the feet. Someone else had, which I was like, interesting. Yeah, I, I think I could deal that. with that. I like getting hit in the bottom of the feet. Yeah. I like, I like administering his to the back yeah, of the feet. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, this one video we've, we made, uh, I had wax being poured on my pussy which I've never had before while I had a wand on me so it was like Bernie pain but really nice and yeah it was great it was really fun I've never had that done before did you wait for the wax to dry before the wand was the wand no, it was there happening at the, same the same time, time. All the same time so yeah. there's wax all over the oh yeah wand. all over the wand it took did me a little you put while. a condom on the wand well it's my personal one so I didn't so it, it was cleanup was a little like difficult after the fact uh the girl who did it was like i'm sorry i'm like it's it's fine it's, it's fine. fine i mean i enjoyed it yeah I... it was great it felt amazing so it was worth it it was worth the wax cleanup afterwards yeah, but drop sheet down oh no no so <laughs> like no precaution no no no, Tell no. the photographer be... it was in his studio and we were like do you want and he's just like i'll va- i'll vacuum I'll we're like yeah, okay fine it. whatever yeah wax is messy use a drop cloth yes just do it. Even a little bit of wax. Once it dries and it flakes off in a million different, a million tiny little yep. particles, like 
even if you're like, oh, I'll just like drip a little bit. Yep. Girl, you'll be <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. You'll be finding little tiny pieces of wax on your hardwood floor. I did a wax play scene with um, one of my partners, Madison Rex, and in my room, in my bed, no drop cloth, I'm still finding little, like, <laughs> pieces, and I stuck, like a clean room, so this just drives the- me crazy, like, just stuck to random things yeah. in my place. Yeah. Oh my God, that's Live terrible. and learn. Live and learn, baby. Yep. So you, you ever so briefly mentioned Oasis Outlaw. Yes, yes. You work there. I do. Yeah. What yeah. do you do at Oasis? I'm an aqua flirt, which is a really fun uh, title for host, hostess. Yeah. Um, we coordinate the events, the awesome events that are planned at Oasis. We give people tours. We chat with people, answer any questions. We're kind of like the reps of Oasis. We do promotional work outside of the club as well at different events in the city. And like we like to say, we're doing the Lord's work. You are. You, <laughs> you truly know? are. Yes. Those Spreading aqua the word. Flirts. How did you get that job or how did you even think to apply there? Um, Interestingly enough, I had been, surprisingly, a regular there (laughs) as soon as I discovered it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, never. Um, So when I first started going there, my partner and I would do uh, spectator sex every month to, you know, earn points, get a membership. Like, we love putting on a show. So, um, and I had had done a few porn productions, so I was very familiar with Fatima. Mm -hmm. And I just approached her randomly. I think I emailed her just being like, hey, if you guys are looking for any additions to your team, like, I would love to be part of it. And my timing was really good. Somebody was on their way out and they needed someone new. So I started uh, in December of last year as an aqua flirt. Amazing. Yeah. And do you like it? I love it. What's um, your favorite part? My favorite part, um, that's a good question, is talking. Like, I love socializing with people. I love talking about everything to do with kink, fetishes, polyamory, and just kind of even educating people about the space and about consent and all of those really important things that in the real world don't really seem to be touched on as frequently. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Really unfortunately. So it's kind of a cool job because you kind of get to help educate people that may have never, you know, encountered someone who's non-binary or seen like an intense impact play scene and you get to kind of like or seen people having having sex sex in front of of them yeah Yeah, it's great I love meeting new people like first timers to the club and kind of watching their journey evolve and you know you see them come back a second or a third time and they're comfortable and they're really like curious and excited I love open-minded people who are just like there to to observe and explore and experience exactly so that's really it's fun to live vicariously through other people I love bringing people to the club for their first time, too. Like, I love corrupting. It's great. I like doing that, too. It's so fun. Yeah. Anyone that's like, oh, uh, uh, Oasis, Yeah, eh? Yeah. I've always wanted to go. I'm like, I'm going on Tuesday. Let's go. Let's go. You want to see it? Yeah. Literally give me a text. I live down the block. Literally give me a text anytime, and I will be your little tour guide. I know. I love that. It's great. It's so great. Because, like, I feel like because I work there and I've been going there for so long, I'm very desensitized. Like, everything I'm just very used to. Sure. So seeing it through someone else's eyes who've never seen it before, you're like, this is amazing. I'm living for this. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I, um, yeah, I I purposefully, very thoughtfully had my bachelorette there. Um, Like, we went in. (laughs) I made a bunch of, a bunch of people that never stepped foot in that place go to Oasis. Uh, It was great. We had, like, a dinner, and then we went to a burlesque show. Amazing. And then then after that, I was like, anyone that wants to go to Oasis can. Obviously, I'm not going to actually force You're not going to make people go to to a sex club. club. But I'm like, hey, it would be a fun opportunity for people that have always wanted to. Maybe friends of mine have never gotten the chance, and it's always easier to go in a group if you're a new person. Totally. Go with people who have been there before as well. So... I was, like, really not thinking anyone would. I'm, like, and the burlesque show was pretty long, too, so I was, like, no one's going to want to come at this point. And I'm, like, but I'm going. So if, like, I was expecting one or two people to go with me, um, the entire group went. And I was so proud and impressed. I was, like, you all are just so fantastic. Like That's awesome. They're, like, of course we're going. I'm, like, really? 
That's wow! I just it, surprised, and I was just so impressed by that. That makes my heart happy. Yeah, it's not as scary as you it's think it is. Really not. It's a very welcoming environment. The people, the staff, everyone's so friendly it's so and chill. accepting, and you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. I remember when I first started going there, I was very new to the kink scene, um, and very like passive and thought that if I went there, I was obligated to have sex. Mm -hmm. You do not have to do that. Mm -hmm. You can use it as your own personal spa. Like, I love the pool and the sauna, and sometimes I go there and have no sex. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go there and watch people have sex. Sometimes I go and get a foot rub from one of my favorite regulars, you know? So it's it can be whatever you want it to be. There's no rule because it's a sex club that you have to be doing the sex. It's so true. Yeah. And, like, I mean, if you just kind of chill on the first floor and you're doing the pool, you're doing the dance floor, you're having drinks at the bar, like, you really don't even come across people having no. sex. Like, no one has sex on the first floor, not really. really. Not like, very. It's not very common that you see that. So, so if you don't not, want to, you can kind of avoid that, yeah, that space. Yeah, like, and you can totally go and not like I think people picture just people fucking like Everywhere. all over the place yeah. and it's going to be super overwhelming yeah. and like where do I look and where do I put my hands <laughs> what do I do you know um, and, and like you know that that's not how it is no, not at all um, that can be your experience if you go to the depending right on the night on the right night yes depending yes, on the event that definitely can yeah. be the vibe but yeah um, there are so many events there so many. And I would check out, yeah, my my thing is I would, like, look at the events and see yep. what appeals to you the most, what environment you think you'll be the most comfortable in. Go with a friend. Go with somebody who's been there before. Exactly. And can kind of show you around. I have really low expectations for your experience. Do not, you know, expect. Assume, don't do sex. not expect. <laughs> yes. Do not expect sex. And just be open to the experience of having a fun night. Maybe making some new friends. Meeting some people. Having some cool conversations. Like, the pool is one of the most social environments where, like, people are talking about everything. I mean, when I first started going there on my own, I would be like, I'm just going to go float around the pool and see what happens and see who I talk to. And, you know, sometimes I would find people that I would want to play with. Sometimes I would have really great conversations with people about everything to do with, like, restaurants to, like, art shows. Like, there's such a unique group of people there I always learn something new when I talk to regulars as well like it's it's a really fun social environment comparatively to other sex clubs I've I've been inside yeah totally same there's like a lot more social space yes it's not all about like the sex yeah Yeah. totally love it okay we should probably take a break at this point um and then we got we got so much more to talk about we're gonna do that in the second half after uh you hear from these lovely lovely sponsors we'll be right back with Lola Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are here with Lola. Hi. Hello. Hello, Lola. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Lola. (laughs) (laughs) And um, you work 
at Oasis, you're actually going to go into Oasis right after this interview. Yeah. For shift. Yes. And you told me you are the Sibian operator this evening. I am going to be the Sibian <laughs> operator. Yes. So tell us, tell us about this. I love this. So for those listeners who don't know what a Sibian is, it's basically a saddle type uh, thing with variety of um, attachments. There is non-penetrative to like a great big sort of fist size. Um, it's any gender can use it. Uh, there's anal attachments as well. And there are two functions. It's a very high powered vibrator for one. Very. Um, and it also has a rotating function. So it's a pretty intense time. It can, when it's at full like power, it, you hear it in the whole building. It's a very strong, very strong vibrator. Yeah. Um, so my job is I operate the dials. I facilitate the experience that you want to have or guide people to orgasm. And it's really, really fun. I love, <laughs> I mean, everybody comes very differently. Mm. And I love when... I love, like, obviously I'm not staring at you uncomfortably, but, like, I'm making sure that you're okay, and when it needs to be turned off, it's turned off, or if you want it higher, lower, you're in charge, I just kind of do whatever you tell me to do. You're the facilitator. Yeah, and it's super fun. I love, um, I love giving people's first time on it, it's great, I will always, like, recommend my favorite attachment, (laughs) um, and, yeah, I like writing it myself a Mm -hmm. lot. It's really, it's a really, it's very intense, but it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like when people are like, like have overstim, the orgasms are even better. Yes. Like, like, I don't mean like quality wise. I mean like better to watch. Yes. Like funnier. uh, (laughs) Oh my God. Very more. It's very entertaining to see people orgasm with like overstim. Like. It's, it's very it's entertaining. so fun. It's yeah, great. it's so, amazing. I can imagine. I've I've personally never operated or like talked like a Sibian scene, but like I would love that. I you would have so fun. You would have a lot of fun. See the with appeal that. Yeah. of just sitting there with the remote. <laughs> it's you feel this like great power and responsibility. Oh, you know, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty fun. Um, I'm going to try to be incorporating the Sibian in a cam show. Uh, <laughs> That my girlfriend and I are doing uh, for Money Shot, which is the last Tuesday of this month. I believe it's the 28th, mm-hmm. I want to say. January 28th. January 28th. Um, so we will be trying to use that. It's very loud, so we'll see <laughs> yeah. how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah, loud. Yeah, it's very loud. Yeah, we, um, maybe I can try and find the episode. Uh, the last time that we talked about, let me see here. Last time we talked about the Sibian, well, talked about it. Last time we demonstrated a Sibian on the pod, uh, Lady Shane brought hers. And her idea is that she wanted me on it through the entire episode. Ooh. So that... <laughs> that would be a challenge. That is episode 118. I'm definitely checking that one out. <laughs> also love Lady Shane. Amazing. <laughs> and also that was when we were in the studio at um, Eggplant Studios. So there's actually... a That's on the YouTube channel as well. The entire episode uh, where I am on a Sibian... And Lady Shane is just being the worst with it. Was she edging you? (laughs) Yeah, she was like, like, I was fully, I was wearing jeans. Yes. So there was a non-penetrative attachment. Yes. It was just me on a very, just sitting with my pants on, on a very powerful vibrator. That sounds entertaining. Yeah, she was just like putting, like, I'd forget about it. Like, the minute I forgot that I was sitting on it, she'd like ramp it up and like, yeah. So she's just fucking with me with it. Love. Edging, surprising me, just like putting a, like a super, super, super high, like just all kinds of stuff. And it's funny. Also, we, one of the things that you just mentioned, we didn't think of, it's a podcast. Like it's audio. It's very loud. (laughs) And this fucking thing is so loud. I'm like, oh yeah. Like I'm sure through, I haven't listened to or watched this episode in forever, but like, I'm sure it's just like, all you can hear is the Sibian sometimes. Like you can't even hear what we're saying. I'm sure half the time which is very funny. It's the best. <laughs> but like, how did you do that for the entire episode? <laughs> she didn't have it on the whole okay, time. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, wow, your willpower. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I could. Maybe that could be, maybe I could have her back, have her bring it. Yes. And we can try having it on the whole time. Because I'm actually good with like, 
like one scene that I really like when I do bottom is like an overstim where I'm just forced to keep a wand on me like for a really really long time like just the longest time and I'm actually pretty good at it yeah so I think I'd be up for the challenge of like doing a Sibian like for a long time I would love to see that like non-penetrative yeah yeah but, but just I the vibration think I, I think I could it's I would challenge. enjoy that and it'd be funny and fun and all that stuff and like but yet it would be a challenge for me we do um, Sibian karaoke sometimes at Oasis. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. Where people me. have to sing while they're riding the Sibian. Oh, my God. How funny is that? It's amazing. How, it's actually how really great. I don't know. You really need to go. It's great. That's so up my like, alley. Like, naked karaoke on its yeah. own is great. It's one of my favorite nights. Yeah. Um, but this, <laughs> just throw the Sibian in there, and it's even more entertaining. So are you? have you operated the Sibian during the, that night? Not that yet. That would be so I want funny. to. When would you like ramp it up? Oh, I like, don't know. When, like when, when they're singing a challenging song? part, or like <laughs> I don't know, just to make it interesting for them to be like, ah, like <laughs> when you know the hard yeah, part is yeah, yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's sadistic. I know. There's a little bit of a sadist in me. A little. <laughs> just, just a little a, bit. Just a teeny bit. So how do you identify as far as kink goes? Are you like bottom leaning? Do you say your switch? Are you? It's interesting. I mean, we all kind of have a journey in kink. Sure, yeah. When I first kind of found FetLife and was trying to like figure all that out, I was like, oh, I'm a submissive. Yeah. I'm so subby and this and this and that. And as one of my first um, kink partners reminds me even to this day, he's like, you are not a submissive. You do not like being told what to do. Yeah. So I guess I would probably identify mostly as a brat sometimes a kitten I like pet play I'm very like a cat like you can touch me but on my terms and like I will submit for you but you have to earn my submission mm-hmm. I do like pain mm-hmm. um but this year is kind of I've decided is like the year of the dom Lola I really <laughs> also like administering pain and you know I think that every good top has to bottom at some point so you know totally. what sort of experiences you're giving your bottom. I 100% agree. I think switches are the best doms. The best. Or people that, you know, maybe they don't currently switch, but they have a history of switching or subbing. Exactly. 100%. Because you know what you're inflicting. You know the pain, the pleasure. It's easier to read body language. Like, you can just kind of relate more to your bottom, I feel like. And, like, I love giving people experiences that I, as a bottom, like to have. Oh, Oh, yes. Yes. That's, like, one of my favorite things. Like, when somebody suggests, like, a kink along the lines of, like, my own kinks as a bottom, I'm like, oh, just yes. wait. I'm going to blow your fucking exactly. mind right now, Honestly, because, like, you can deliver, like, just such a nuanced scene, you know, on something that you've truly experienced on the other side, and you just, like, know what they want to hear. You know like, exactly what they want, yeah. and you know how to give it to them. I feel like that's invaluable. It is. I I have a hard time trusting tops that are like, I'm only a dominant. I've never bottomed. I'm just like, well, you don't maybe not necessarily know what's going on. But yeah, I love switches get bitches. (laughs) Not that like doms who have never subbed, you know, lack some sort of knowledge like they kind of do. But you know, somebody that's like been doming for a really long time understands, can understand, acquire those that knowledge of definitely, under, definitely. understanding. You don't nuances. have to necessarily, but it's it's it a is way good there. To know, it's a way there. It's good to know even with it, when it comes to impact play, like what these impacts feel like. Maybe not even necessarily being a bottom for someone, but administering that that pain or that impact onto yourself before you impact someone else, mm-hmm. I think is kind of invaluable to at least know what they're feeling. Yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of important. And specifically like in a scene, like I just doing, giving your cup self like two hits with the paddle. Yeah. Not comparative. Your, through your jeans. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not exactly. No, like try, try doing what you're going to do to somebody onto yourself like on your own bare ass and Mm -hmm. see what it feels like and again like people's pain tolerances are totally different very different we were talking about carly previously like (laughs) to compare (laughs) carly's pain tolerance with my own is like you can get something more far away from each other on the spectrum i get that i get that i'm a bit of a baby when it comes to pain i like it but like it's very 
limited <laughs> in how much I can stand. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting too, isn't it? Like on different parts of your body. Yeah. Like on some parts of my body, I can take quite a Totally. Bit. And I surprise myself sometimes because I'm like, oh, wow. I always just thought I was a complete sensitive flower. Totally. But some parts of my body, I'm like, go nuts. Yeah, you could beat my ass and black and blue. Like that doesn't bother me. But yeah. if you go near my nipples. Right, exactly. Don't. They're so, like everyone's sensitivities and their body parts are very different. Yeah, for me, it's interesting. My like, I'm like fairly sensitive, like nipples, I can do moderate, like impact on my butt and thighs, I can do like moderate. It's interesting, my labia, for some reason, you can like clip all the things on my labia, like my outer labia, like hang things off of it, put weights on it, like do full, I, I just recently actually got this um, labia, it's kind of like a labia spreader and clamp kind of device. Okay. I'm going to um, post like an actual review of this, but cool. it's from Terrible Toy Shop. Um, they have a lot of cool, interesting, they, they, I believe how they're made is like 3D printing. So it's plastic. So they've completely designed it and then they 3D print it. Because you can kind of see the layers yep. on the... On that's the, amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's so, so they're cool. like really creative because they can literally have, can create any parts. Like they don't have to exist. Like they can that's custom so create cool. every part to every toy. So it's like really interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a bear trap, like kind of circle. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's, like, very ingenious. So, anyways, I'm going to post that soon. I also have, like, uh, one of their big uh, bear clamp, like, for the entire breast. Like, not just a nipple okay. clamp. And they do a mini one. They do little mini ones. I could do entire breast, I think. Yeah, I've got a, a big one that's an entire breast. It's just my nipples. Like, they're so... But now that you're saying that about your labia, mm-hmm. I remember I had a scene where I had clothespins all along my labia. And that was fine. I know, I can't even I feel didn't, No, it pins. didn't It didn't bother, I didn't feel it at all, and yeah. it looked really cool. Exactly. Aesthetically, I'm like, oh, ooh, because... so pretty. Yeah, and also I'm like, ooh, look at me taking pain. Yeah, because right? I know, like, I can't. other people, it might hurt for other people, and the way it looks, people are like, oh my god, how are you doing that? But it, I, I feel you. I, I get the labia thing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. interesting place to be tough. I know, isn't it yeah. weird? Yeah. So I've, I'm purposefully, like, buying... Now I'm, like, more investing into products that I can use like that, because... Of course. Like, I want to feel like I can take pain. Like, that's a good feeling to, like... Accomplish. Yeah, you feel, like, accomplished. Yeah. And you feel, I don't know, for me, because everywhere else I'm kind of a wuss. I'm just, like... I, I'm ha- really proud of myself that I can, like, <laughs> Look what I can do. That I can take it, I love it. somewhere, at least. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oi. So, okay, what, tell me about other kinks then that um, perhaps you get involved in. Anything that we haven't really mentioned yet that you're hmm. passionate about? I really, really like, um, I guess, I don't know if it's really a kink, but I love having group sex. Hell yeah. Um, I'm very particular about the people uh, I exchange my energy with sexually. Yeah. It's something that I've also kind of learned on my journey. Um, the beginning, I was like, yeah, strangers, whatever, no big deal. And now I'm like, no, I, uh-uh. I, I need to know you or feel good about you to let you near my me intimately. And I think that's a good thing for me to realize. Definitely. But like, I love, especially like, queer piles of people where like anything goes and you know everybody's friends and like obviously consent is something that's very important before anything else but like I just love the the how fluid it is how like there's no like I don't know I find like heteronormative orgies very boring to me now yeah like queer are my it's my favorite it's my jam yeah Yeah. I love queer folk kinky queer orgies kinky queer orgies is my jam yeah more of those (laughs) that's on my list my fuck it list 2020 more kinky queer orgies yeah yeah like one of my like deep kinks that I it's like really such a treat to like do scenes is like multi where I have multi tops like yes multiple tops on me I would love that I would love that that's probably also I want, on my like, list. four people's hands on yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like when, like, this is one of my favorite things to do in a group of people is when, like, someone takes a turn being, like, the center of attention and everybody is just, like, you know, touching them, doing whatever to them. And then, like, you kind of, like, switch. Everybody gets, whoever wants to be in the center gets a turn. It's very nice and loving. And everybody's just, like, so game to top, to co-top. Exactly. Exactly. I also love co-topping and I love, like, I love that scenario where I'm one of, like, four people topping someone. It's super fun. Yeah. It's fun to teamwork. Yeah, team, yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. I love being a helping hand. I feel like that's me in most sexual situations. Even if I'm not like having sex, like I'll be like, sure, I'll finger your butthole or like I'll hold your hair back or I'll be the body you guys are fucking on top of. Like yeah. I just I like I like making people happy, especially when I'm in a group scenario with people that I adore. It's just a really good time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I definitely want to do more, like, I'm really enjoying being a rope bottom. That's Mm -hmm. something I'm doing a lot more of. And, like, I really want some predicament bondage in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the struggle, like, whether you're, like, choking yourself or, yeah, I really, really have always been curious about it. And I really want to do more of that this year. Like, that's something... I need. I, I want to develop, you know, what I'm going to do this year, I want to develop rope skills too. I'm shit with rope. I'm really not good with rope. I can do like a couple basic, basic ties. ties, but like, I also have like elaborate fantasies about like predicament, for example. Yes. And it's like, but I don't have the skills to like, I, I can kind of jerry rig it a little, you know, like a I little bit. Yeah. Make do or whatever yeah. with, with my own knowledge, but I would love to actually have the proper knots for all these ideas like the proper tools to make my these predicament fantasies come true yeah I love that too it's the best and like once you have the basics down a lot of it is your creative expression with rope that's what I'm learning anyway when you have like the knots and the certain ties of you know like preventing collapsing and things like that yeah exactly. like even just being able to tie a vibrator to somebody there you go is a pretty cool thing to do exactly right? yeah it makes your job a little easier as well you don't have to hold have it yeah yeah to do whatever else you need to do yeah what yeah. I do for that is like I have um like one of those kind of crappy um harnesses like pelvis harnesses yeah but I've like removed the backing of it because it was just like a piece of foam or something like that so it's essentially just like the backpack straps and your ring so nothing in between so I can just very easily put a wand in there that's awesome so that that, works yeah so you know like put it backwards you know yeah 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 um so that that's what I've figured out to do that because I'm like I need a, something holding it here. Yeah, I can't be here the I whole time. Be, I can't be I'm busy. Standing here with my I'm busy. Getting tired. I I'm have like, things to do. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> There's other things that need to be done to this person's body that <laughs> I need two exactly. hands for. You are, like, the most fun dom to watch. <laughs> Honestly, I love like the stuff you've done at Oasis, the porn. I love your facial expression. Like, you're having so much fun. If I were to do that professionally, I would definitely be similar. I don't take it very seriously. I can't be, like, there's, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of dominant personalities that are serious and are very good at it. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not me, me either. I'm not that I feel girl. you. I, I love it. I love that you're having so much fun while inflicting pain onto mm, other people. It's I really am. great. It's great. I really am. You can tell you're having fun. <laughs> and it's awesome. I love it. I love it so much. We have like an epic scene that we just filmed a couple of weeks ago. I just got the rough cut for it. And it is myself, Casey Bolin, and Sophia Scarlett. I'm the teacher. Uh, Sophia is the bully and Casey is just like, you know, the kind of nerdy, like, (laughs) victim. Yes. Amazing. And it essentially turns out to be like a co-topping thing where the teacher gets in on it and she's really like, oh, that's a great idea. Very creative and stuff like that. And like, they start co-topping together. I just saw the rough cut and let me tell you, it is so funny. It is so fucking funny. (laughs) Like, I am, I have just full smile watching this thing the whole time like it's so fun like it is fun it's so fun it's fun adult playtime and like like we are literally like just doing a stupid acting scene where we're like bullying like one of the actors it's great like we're literally this is like what i used to do when i was young we would my mom would set up the camcorder on a tripod and we would just like lip sync to records and stuff put on a show dance around put on a fucking show pretend you're this person that person you're wearing costumes that's literally what i'm still doing i love it right (laughs) 
It's the same. It's the same, but a little different. Just a little. <laughs> One slight different just, thing. Just a little bit. But like, honestly, that's like what I used to do as a kid. And that is what I still find fun. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. And if you're having fun, then, you know, the people watching it are going to also have fun. Hopefully. I'm sure they will. Hopefully. I'm sure they will. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to like, like basically... What I've figured out is because I am like that, um, I, I'm, like, very accessible to people who are new to kink. So that's something kind of I'm finding out with my Dom persona that's like, oh, I should be specifically advertising to people who are new to kink because I'm very accessible. You're not I, intimidating. I'm not intimidating at all. I'm, like, yeah. laughing and smiling yeah. and pictures and videos and... Like, I, sweet and cute yeah. and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm like, okay, yes. I know I'm that, and so I have to, like... Own it. Work it. Yeah, work it. Work it. Totally work it. Work it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So what what other things are happening up in 2020 that you're excited about or hoping to accomplish? I... Okay. You could help me with this, because... Let's do it. You are really good at dancing and laugh (laughs) dancing. Don't laugh. Like, you are great, and, like... Ask any of the other aqua flirts. My I, dance classes are a joke. I love them so much. <laughs> but like, you. I am such a shit dancer. I'm so bad at it. I'm awkward. Uh, we, I co-hosted amateur uh, striptease night last week. And uh, my my coworker Nicole, was like, come on, go do it. I'm like, I have literally never done this before, ever. And it was so awkward it was so awkward you know I had encouragement from some of the writers like oh it was so great I'm like no like I had a necktie thing that I couldn't get unclipped so I was like standing there really awkwardly and yeah like I am not a dancer and I it's funny I said this in the last uh, I was on Patrick's podcast and I said it last year like yeah I'm gonna learn like maybe I'll do some burlesque I'm gonna learn how to dance it hasn't happened yet so I think this year is like the year of me learning how to dance <laughs> nice. and also uh, work being a professional uh, body massager, erotic body massage. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Body so that's slides. Body slides. Yes. Yeah. So that's also in the works for 2020. Ooh. And I'm really excited to be able to do that. I feel like I can kind of do my own like tantric spin on it and make it kind of like spiritual and use a little bit of my hippie vibes in there and make it like make it something really special so I'm excited to do that as well um but yeah teach me how to dance please (laughs) sure please (laughs) okay good yeah it's funny about like um the burlesque or like you know a striptease or something you only need to know like three different things like three you know three poses or three ways that you can hold yourself yes that you look attractive exactly look however you want to look I just right? don't know them like three moves you know I can teach you I can teach you a yes. couple a couple moves and Yay. honestly you can just do those again and again and just again. repeat no one rinse knows, and repeat rinse and repeat rinse no and honest, repeat. Okay. honestly nobody notices and and um it's a really easy way of just like say you want to do perform a song you know yeah, you can just use those three and base the whole thing kind of around those okay. three moves. So, Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. It'll be yes. a private tutorial. Excellent! Yay! <laughs> That's amazing. Do you have a history with massage? Like, ah, uh, it's uh, funny. My regular job, I've worked at like regular massage places and spas, <laughs> not sensual ones. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I love. I'm a very doting partner. You can ask a few of the ones in my life that I do like. I love rubbing people and touching people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I let like I'm excited to just like rub my old up boobs all over somebody. <laughs> I think that's gonna I'm be sure great. They would be pretty excited I'm... about that too. Yeah. Yes, I, I think it'll be that. fun. I mean, like, so I know the the like booking and like all of the the verbatim to it. So I'm excited to kind of cross over into this whole other the sexualized version of it because yeah. that's just kind of the way my life path is headed so <laughs> I may as well make this sexual too yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> and make some money you know it's you know we, oh, we all got our hustles sure yeah. love that yeah so there's so in Toronto wanting to do that there are places that you can be employed to do things like that there are yeah. um you do have to have a license to be able to do that so that's kind of the you know the tricky part Toronto is just expensive in general if you oh. want to live somewhere or do something it's gonna cost you some money yeah 
Um, but yeah, the place where I will be employed is called Muse. Mm. Uh, there's a few locations. There's one in Vaughn. And then the one I'm going to be working out of is uh, Finch and Keel. So very cool. Yeah. I'm very excited. Lovely. Very exciting chapter. And this is this something where there are other people doing what you are going to be doing kind of all in the same space? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. there's different girls different uh treatment rooms and like everybody does different their things thing. their own thing yeah they asked me in my interview they were like on a scale of one to ten how sexual are you i'm like uh <laughs> <most>. 11 <laughs> like i work at oasis they're like oh okay yeah, oh, you, yeah you, you've got this you're, you're fine fine yeah okay let me let me ask this when say 15 years ago yes did you picture where could you have ever guessed where you have ended up now? Never in a million years. What do you think you would you would have thought to have that knowledge? Would you be like surprised? I, I wouldn't would have you? believed it. No, you'd to be, be like honest. no fucking way. Like fifteen years ago, I was in a very small town. I'm from the Maritimes uh, originally, and I, you know, was drinking and doing the same shit every <laughs> every day, and was not very sexually liberated at all. Um, was pretty like even closeted in uh in my queerness as well. Like I just pretty much dated men and had monogamous relationships and was like terrified at even visiting this city. Like wow. when my sister first moved here, I would come see her quite a bit and just be anxious. Yeah, yeah. I could never live here. I could never live here. There's so many people. I couldn't do it. And like if you told if you if I told myself that I would be here and doing what I'm doing, I wouldn't have believed it <laughs> I, ever. Like I'd be like, "What? What do you mean? Like working in a sex club, being naked on the internet? No, I would have never believed it. But I love it. Erotic massage, right? Like, oh my god! It's I, my life is a very it's. It's interesting. Uh, when I first moved to Toronto, I had quit drinking, mm-hmm. and I feel like I kind of replaced that <laughs> with this. Yeah. You know, like I just went full replacement like, addiction. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, um. So I guess I'm just gonna be that like sex girl. <laughs> that's I mean, who I am. I mean, that's what I decided for myself like ten years ago. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm the sex person, and literally everything I do from has here, something to do with that. Forward is like sex work adjacent, sex sexuality, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Or sex work adjacent. It's like, but like, I guess that's my new identity. I'm gonna. It's guard. great. I remember feeling a little weird about it at first, like with my, you know, like vanilla friends being like, "Oh, do I want to be? Like, should I have other hobbies? Like, I'm not really that well rounded." <laughs> but like, I learned that everybody wants to talk about sex, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody loves having that person in your life, whether you're kinky or not. To talk about that, whether it's like sex health or just like, how do I approach this? What do I do? It's nice. Like, I'm sure you you get that. Like, it's nice to be able to have to be that person for other people because they might not have anyone else to ask. Like we have. Most people don't. We have a a large group of people in our in our friend circles and career circles that we can talk to about that. But not everybody does. So it's kind of nice to be that person. I used to feel weird about it. Also, probably like religious upbringing, Jesus guilt had something to do with that as well. But now I'm just like, you know what? I fully accept this is who I am and it makes me happy. So that's the best part, right? I'm so happy to hear that. So Lola, we should be wrapping up here. I can't believe it already. Are you able to tell us all the ways we can find you and um, even for all the future things we kind of talked about where we can get a hold of you for yeah, all yeah. your services and, for sure, and lovely for sure. things we can purchase. Um, so right now, unless Instagram deletes me again, uh, <laughs> which, which which might be might. likely, um, <laughs> I am Miss Dot Lola Dot Jean. That's J E A N. Uh, that is my Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm trying to be better at Twitter. Uh, Miss Lola Jean XO. And then FetLife, if you want to find me, I am just Miss Lola Jean. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. I will, yeah, stay tuned. If Follow me on Instagram. That's kind of where I post all of my, my happenings and things like that. And also if you're at Oasis, uh, Aqua Lounge and you see me, feel free to come say hey, cause I love meeting new people and, and chatting about stuff. So yay. yay amazing. Yeah. Well, for bedposts. Okay. We have some exciting things coming up in February, February 10th. At Bad Dog Theater, we're doing a live podcast, the Live Bed Post podcast. Basically, I'm having two comedians interview two dominatrices, so it's going to be really funny and fun. You can come and see the live show, and then also, obviously, I'm going to air it and release it as an episode of the podcast as well. I'm doing uh, this cool... Um, 
event called Sex and Cinema. It's happening on February the 10th. It's a Wednesday at the Fox Cinema. Uh, we are screening the old film, A Nine and a Half Weeks, which is like an old erotic thriller from the mid-80s. And then we're having a Kink and BDSM panel afterwards to discuss it. So I've got Dan Tamman, who is a board-certified sexologist. I have Carly Jones, who is a, a super masochist, as we've t- talked about in the episode. And then I also have Hermes, who is a professional male dominant. And, um, you know, I've got my regular bedpost that happens the third Friday of every month at the Social Capital Theatre at 8. February, I also have a special bedpost, Valentine's Day. That is the Friday the 14th of February happening at Club M4. Some really cool uh, performance for that as well. So lots of stuff that's happening. As always, you can follow my pro-doming stuff at the Lady Pim one on Twitter. Uh, the Instagram, mine got deleted, so now I'm Pim.Lady on Instagram. Uh, bedpost, you can email me at the Bedpost Sex Show. Yes, uh, yes, at gmail.com. I'm surprising myself that I'm remembering all this at this point, quite honestly. <laughs> or on Instagram, uh, we got deleted there too, so the new one is the Bed... Nope. The Bedpost Podcast. Yes, at the Bedpost Podcast. Great. All right. Um, thanks so much, everyone, who's been listening here today. One last thank you, though, to Stephanie Copeland. Oh, a new thing that's happening, actually. Um, the podcast has recently been nominated at the Canadian Podcasting Awards. Um, I am nominated for Best Original Music, so that's a huge thank you to Stephanie Copeland, who does all the original music for my podcast. Also, I've been nominated for People's Choice Award! So you can go and vote for uh, the Bedpost Podcast. This is the Canadian Podcasting Awards. I'm going to leave you all the links this whole month, um, because I think you've got like a full month to send in your votes so thank you so much to everyone who's been listening we'll have a great uh guest next week talking about sex and sexuality and last but not least a huge thank you to my lovely guest for today miss lola jean thank you so much for having me it was lovely thank you lola we'll see you next time everybody bye This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.